everyone, and welcome back to the Spectacular Spider Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Hollingsworth, and you may be wondering why uh, I'm late, because I know that I took last week off, and I'm back, and I'm recording, this is going up on a Saturday, and you may be wondering why that is. Last week, I was out of town at Disney, so I didn't have time to record the podcast, and uh, because it was because so, because of reason because it was a family trip, I didn't have time to record it last week. And then today I got busy. I was busy. I didn't. And I ran out of times yesterday again. So I was just recording it. Just a day, a week, just like about fifteen days late. But nonetheless, I'm back. And I know I'm not usually known for dilly dallying. But any, but enough of this. Let's just get straight into it. So we're back. And also, my voice is a little off because I'm kind of feeling a little under the weather right now. But I'm. It's just a little cough. But nonetheless, it's fine. I can still do this. So anyway. Let's just get straight into this. So last last we left off, we talked about the Sandman, and so that was the last villain I talked about. Now we're talking about another famous Spider-Man villain who is known as Kurt Connors, aka the Lizard, who, as the name would suggest, is a big giant lizard. So first things first, out of all the Spider-Man villain tropes that we've gone over, where it was a good good intention scientist, a a well-meaning, sorry. A well-meaning scientist, a, a hard-working person, a, a, a wrong place, wrong time person, I don't remember, and a thug who wants revenge. The lizard is one of the ones that falls into good-intentioned scientist who experiments on himself, and it drives him crazy. So, but he doesn't, he's not, he's a little bit different from Dr. Octopus and Green Goblin, where he actually... Is like Kirk Connors has something that makes him makes him different from Doctor Octopus, who came a few years before he did. So, like the main difference that I can point out is that Doctor Kirk Connors was actually this is something that the Amazing Spider-Man completely left out from the movie, and even to the even the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man left this out too, which I wish that which could have made Doctor Connors a more interesting character, specifically in the Amazing Spider-Man. Is that in the comics, Kurt Connors actually has a wife and a son, which I know I should save this for the actual amazing. When I actually reviewed the Amazing Spider-Man, but I will say that there actually was a deleted scene where he was talking to his son, but that for some reason, for unknown, I don't really know why they didn't put that in the movie, but they cut it out. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm still saying that like that would have made him a more interesting villain. It could have made him stand out apart rather than just another good-hearted scientist who experiments on himself and so on and so forth. But in the comics, Kirk Con- what makes him what makes the lizard different from Doctor Octopus is that he actually has a he has like a wife and a son, so he's trying to provide for him. And of course, he lost his arm in an accident, which is why he only has one arm. He's experimenting with lizards to try and figure out how to do try to figure. So because the lizards have the, because the lizards have the ability to regenerate lost limbs, so they lose like a tail or an arm or whatever, except their head. They can grow. They can just grow it back. The only limb they can grow, they cannot grow back is their head, which I find a little bit which would be a little weird. But I digress. So he was he's been he was experimenting in the original comic. He he appeared in I believe it was excuse me, I need to double check the facts here. He appeared in uh, about Amazing Spider-Man number six because I think the last the original original issue had a different villain, but he debuted Amazing Spider-Man number six. So he came out a few years after Doctor Octopus, and so. Blizzard can't, so he, he debuted and he had a family that like wife and son and all that. So he experiments on himself to try and regrow his arm, which he does end up doing. But of course, as we know, as we know, he has it has side effects where he grows into a huge human man lizard. 
which is a very interesting, which actually can be, which actually, which actually they movie, which one of my big complaints of the movie, which I'm not going to see over here, but the lizard's design is actually, I actually do think it's interesting where it's a big giant man lizard with a lab coat and purple pants, which, <coughs> sorry, which actually you could argue is it would be a little bit silly in live action, but just look at the Hulk. The Hulk has purple pants in the Avengers movies all the time, so my thing with that is if you can make the Hulk, if you can do it for the Hulk, you can do it for the lizard, which is one of my, which is one of my issues with the Amazing Spider-Man was the lizard's design, which we'll get to whenever I actually review the Spider-Man movies. And that's also why I didn't want to delay too much because I really want to get to the movies as soon as possible because I really, really have been really itching to go into a little bit more, it's a little bit more depth on these movies, because on the Movie Majors podcast I have with my brother, I did, we, on the Spider-Man Homecoming episode, we did go into them, but I would like to go into them a little bit more in detail, and really dissect them, and like, talk about how I actually feel about these movies, and, a, and give them their own episode. It's like, each movie, movie did their own episode, of like, for me to like, devote time to. But, anyway, that's the future. After I finish the villains, I will be, just to reassure, yes, after I finish the villains, I will be reviewing the Spider-Man movies, which I'm very much looking forward to. If I could stick to the schedule, pun intended. So the lizard, so then of course Spider-Man was able to fight the lizard. He did cure him for a limited, he of course did cure Kirk Connors for a limited time, but of course that doesn't always stick and eventually Kirk Connors will, will turn back into the lizard and that's, a, that's the main story for the lizard. So, <coughs> sorry. So where do I fall on the lizard? I think the lizard, the lizard is very much a great, I think he's a great, Spider-Man villain. He, I feel like he's more on the underrated side of Spider of Spidey's Rose Gallery. I mean, he's a very well-known character because I do think that he, I just feel like that he, I just, he's a very well-known character. But I feel like he's a little bit underrated compared to like Green Goblin, Doctor Octopus, and Venom. Now, most of these other ones, I do think that he's a little bit underrated because, like you said, he has that he has actually has a son and a wife that he's trying to provide for. So that when he turns into the lizard. You actually like feel for him, like you, you, like he actually has like still has a so when he turns into the lizard and he starts to have lizard brains, he still has a human side to him because he still cares about his son, he still cares about his wife. And I do, and I think that's something that was missing from the Amazing Spider-Man, which I'll talk. I'll, like I said, I'll talk about this again when I review it. I think that was that. that they, I think they should have put that in the Amazing Spider-Man because that would have made him a far more compelling villain if they had done that movie, but. I'll say, like I said, like I do with most of these villains, I'll save my thoughts on that for when I actually get there. So when it comes to the wizard, I do think that he's a very underrated Spider-Man villain. I do think that he's very interesting. There's a lot you could do with him, which of course his design is very iconic, which is the black shirt, lab coat, purple pants, and of course the most important part, a snout, to where he actually, a snooty, snouty face, where he actually looks like a lizard, even because that's another complaint I have with him in, in Spider-Man, is that he doesn't look like a lizard. I feel like he looks more like a gecko than a lizard, but... I'll save that for when I get to, like I said, I'll just say that for when I get to the movies. But I do think that the lizard, that's what you can do with the lizard, like you can do, like, of course one of his big schemes is that he he realizes that when he does, when he gives himself the lizard serum to like regrow his arm, he thinks that he should give this gift to all of New York. <coughs> and that he tried, he, and even in the movie he tries to do that. And that's like a famous lizard scheme where he tries to, Turn everyone in New York City into lizards because that's because he wants to share his he wants to quote unquote share his gift with the, with the world, even though Spider Man. But of course, Spider Man will ne will never let him do that because lizards because of course lizards are crazy crazy villain. But he still has a human side because he has a wife and a son, which that I which I think if they ever bring the lizard back, 
like if Marvel, I mean, I know they did for No Way Home, but if they never do the lizard again, like the actual MC, like the actual like Tom Holland's lizard, the the lizard of Tom Holland's world, then I do think that they should actually try and do that if the lizard ever comes back. And then of course, also you can get some really clever like fight scenes with the lizard, like beyond that, like you do like like sewer fights and stuff like that, which. I always love it whenever Spider-Man fights the lizard and has to go into the sewer, which I think would be awesome. And I know I mentioned this last last episode with the Sandman, saying that I really want Sandman to be in the next Spider-Man game that they're coming out with, Spider-Man 2, which comes out in 2023, and I'm very much looking forward to. And if there, also, if there's any news on that game, you can bet I will be covering it here on the podcast if they review it, whenever they review anything new. So, like Sandman saying, I want Sandman to be in the Spider-Man 2 game, I think that the lizard should also be in the Spider-Man 2 game, because I've really been wanting a new a new spider-man game to tackle the, tackle the lizard and actually do like one of these like sewer fights because i know the amazing spider-man tie-in game did this but i never played that i did play the amazing spider-man 2 tie-in game but i never played the first one but anyway um sorry but anyway like i was saying like i think that the lizard definitely should also be in the second spider-man game because like i was saying that there's a lot you could do there like you could do like a new modernized spider-man game for the 21st century like actually in the sewers i think that would be awesome and they did the lizard actually had to like chase him through the sewers so they did do this in the first game there was one level where you actually just actually had to go into the sewers and like find an enemy base in the first game and i think i'm just like that's the perfect template for the lizard which i wish which i hope that they do which there are rumors flying around that Lizard's going to be in it. And he was even teased at the end of Miles Morales' game that he's going to be in it because you see a man with one arm, which is obviously Kurt Connors. So that's why I'm saying that the Lizard definitely, which is why I'm also beating the drum for not only Sandman, but Lizard to be in a Spider-Man game. Well, Sandman more than Lizard because Sandman has not been in a Spider-Man game since 2010. So that's, what, that's why I think Sandman should, has more reason to be in it. But Lizard, I do think, also definitely needs to be, will be a worthy contender for Spider-Man in, this, in the next game. But anyway, the Lizard, but the Lizard, when it comes to Lizard, he also doesn't really have that many, like, big storylines, like, like most of the other villains. Like, Dr. Octopus, of course, had, like, Superior Spider-Man. Nightmare. Like, if you go, if you want to know more about that, you go listen to this Dr. Octopus episode if you want to learn more about, learn about the Superior Spider-Man story. It's a big story, but... Lizard, like, the one downside I can say to him is that he doesn't have, like, any big, like, big, well-known storylines like what Doctor, like some of the other villains have. Like, Dr. Octopus has Superior Spider-Man. Craven has the story, the story Craven's last time, which we'll talk about on the Craven the Hunter episode. Green Goblin, of course, has done many things. Green Goblin doesn't have any major storylines, but he does have, like, but he has done major things to Spider-Man in the comics. We'll talk about on the Green Goblin one also, but Lizard doesn't really have, like, that things that, like, big standouts comics moments that like really shook things up in terms of the comic world like most of these other villains have like Lizard's kind of like he's not a one note villain like some of these like some of the earlier ones but he's definitely more of a two-dimensional character because of course he's evil because he's because he has this evil scheme because he's an evil evil man blizzard <coughs> but he also has like that like i said he has that human side that like really brings him down to reality and like makes him sympathetic because he has like a he has, he has a wife and kids he has a family so that really brings like brings him down to earth, but that's so he makes him so it makes him more of a just a one no villain makes him more like a two dimensional two dimensional villain, which most of these Spider Man villains as it goes on starts to get a little bit more two dimensional. I mean, except for like except for some of the next ones, like so like some of the next ones are still some of them of course are still one note, but like a lot of them start to become a lot more compelling and two dimensional, like the Lizard. And of course, Green Goblin's like. Green Goblin just, just does not need a, a Green Goblin has no explanation needed. Like Green Goblin is just 
the best Spider-Man villain, I think. But we'll get to him later. So, for overall, on the Lizard, I do think that he's a very, very interesting character. There's a lot of potential with him. I think he needs to be in the next Spider-Man game. And but um, but I still think that the, I do wish that they would have given him a more of like a bigger storyline. Like maybe have maybe actually do a storyline where he actually does turn the New York City to lizards, and then Spider-Man has to fight off a bunch of lizard people. Which I which I know they did that in the movie, but I'll talk about that. I'm, I'm gonna, I know he that was also part of Steven the Amazing Spider-Man one movie, but I'll talk about that. That that's one of my issues with the movie. I'll talk about. I wish I could say this, but I'm gonna hold it. Until I talk about the Amazing Spider-Man, because I do have a few issues with that movie, but I'm, but I'll talk about that later. Like, like Lizard's like one of my issues with that movie, unfortunately. But overall, the Lizard is a great Spider-Man villain. He's very compelling, and I do think he has a lot of potential. And I do think that he should be more. He should be utilized more. He's definitely an underrated. I think he's a very underrated Spider-Man villain. He's even though he's not in my top five, I would say that he's definitely in my top ten favorite Spider-Man villains because of how great of a great character he is. So, without further ado, thank you. That's our podcast for today. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Also, be sure to check out my Instagram, the Spectacular Spider Nerd Podcast. I'll be putting up a poll. I mean, this is a this is a topic that's been going. This is a topic that's been going around lately. I'm not, I've been wanting to jump on this while it's fresh hot. And it's that it's that which would you prefer? You can only you can only choose one. Which would you choose? Spider Man Four with Tobey Maguire or Amazing Spider Man Three with Andrew Garfield? Vote now. Spectacular Spider Nerd Instagram. Vote now. And here's here's which one's gonna win. But anyway, that's our podcast for today. Be sure to follow my Instagram. Be sure to also check out the X Files podcast I have with my friend Eli Spencer. The Movie Majors podcast I have with my brother Eli Hollingsworth. And they're gonna be starting their own podcast together called the Crazy Crusaders podcast. Be sure to check, be sure to check that out when they drop their first episode. Not further ado, that's all for now. Peace out, webheads.